Hello everyone, welcome to Anime News and Reviews Podcast. My name is Speedy, and with me today, once again, are my two co-hosts, Blake and Colton. Good evening. So last week was a news episode, and unfortunately Colton could not join us. Sad times. But he is here this time. Because this time we are talking about the anime Fire Force. Oh... Uh, just a reminder, uh, if you would like to know everywhere we are, we are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and RSS Podcasts. So search up Anime News and Reviews, and we should show up. We have five episodes up right now. This will be the sixth. So yeah, we should... Uh, we need a mascot. A mascot? Kratos! Kratos! <laughs> Kratos. Yeah, this is our mascot. All right, there we go. Um, not copyrighted, but yeah. Yeah, is the case silent in his name? There you go. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so oh. this week we are reviewing Fire Force, and <laughs> it was Colton's recommendation. Oh boy, was it! <laughs> I think we caught a hook, line, and sinker with this one. Though, it was it was pretty great. I could not. Put it down. Okay, you're the over. I, I did re- next. You yeah, read the series, man. We I'm, we're on season two. Leave us alone. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie though. Manga's quicker, I so it. I like to do it. That is true. That is true. Uh, yeah, no, actually, diving into this, uh, yeah, this was actually. I don't. I don't really know how to describe it. It was a lot easier, I guess, for me to digest and kind of just sort of go through and binge watch. I'd say than jujitsu was for me for some reason. I really couldn't tell you why. I think it's just the way they handled the lore and all that. I guess by comparison, there was a lot. But, uh, yeah, and they, it kept flipping back between lore and plot. Yeah. Well, and even then, it's like we still don't even, or at least me, you know, and Colton both in season two are trying to get to season two. Um, me currently in season two, you know, they still have not really given us that much lore wise in terms of what all technically happened you know way back in the past just oh this is the world they're living in now and this is some bits and pieces here yeah you're gonna be surprised when you find out dude like this animates me um i don't get like super duper excited a lot about like new anime a lot like outside of like my hero couple things uh, jujitsu um but like my hero dude like it came out uh, a little bit ago, and like I watched it, and like, dude, I remember wa- wait waiting like week after week after week, like, oh my goodness, this show is so good. Like, I mean, if you have a fo- like a problem with feet, don't watch it. Um, <laughs> I will say that. That's true. I mean, the main character <laughs> is all about using his feet. Uh, but yeah, it just nostalgic feelings from it, I reckon, and like, but on top of. The sound, the uh, the visual, and everything, the feeling you get from just watching an anime, it's crazy, dude. And, like, every time, like, somebody, like, uses their powers or whatever, there's, like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, it make I don't know. It's weird. But it's just so well-written and so well, like, displayed on the TV, and it's just so easy to fall in love with um, Fire Force. And, I mean, I reckon we should shoot it off with... Uh, um, I mean, I guess it'd be kind of scary to live in, like, a world where everyone has, like, a susceptibility to just turning, like, 
human combustion, just turning into what they call an infernal. Yeah. Um, it kind of, you kind of start out like you know what I'm saying. It's just like kind of like slower than what I remember. Like the first like little you know what I'm saying, a little peaceful. Like they talk about Amaterasu and then like the trains pulling in with the power levels and and like then you kind of just like meet Shinra in a sort because um, out of nowhere this this train car just catches on fire, man. Like literally just hey, it and, happens. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? And one thing I noticed about watching it the second time that I didn't the first, um, like the, I guess so, quote-unquote, protocols they took in a case like this, uh, it's kind of weird, and it might not be, like, what I'm thinking, but when that train was coming down the track and it was on fire, they had detached one side, correct? And then once that thing got, once that one train that was detached got far enough away from that, the combustion cart they detached that one from that and took off the other way so it was like literally the only cart there or the only train cart there was the one that was just engulfed in flames i thought that was really smart and i didn't really notice that the first time but like you can kind of like if you watch it again from the beginning you can kind of see at least in the anime them like play like it's just cool to notice like that little protocol stuff and then like it flashes yeah. like, to shinra dude this dude's got this like devilish grin on his face dressed in this like military fatigue clothes young kid high school kid um, i think he's like 17 or something you know um also, I mean, they talk about they talk about the academy and him kind of graduating from it as well as some of these other characters that we'd meet later on at the start of the series and i'm like okay the academy is that supposed to be like their version of high school or like college community college how does that work i'm like i'm assuming they're all like somewhere between i'd say yeah, like that 17 to maybe like 20 category yeah and i feel like um at least in japan and i know in like europe it's a big practice to like um after like middle school you choose like a high school or a schooling that is like fit for your career um and they yeah, have like a vacational school yeah um uh, and i know that like at least in a, in Japan, where you know it being set in Japan, and um, with all these like f all this fire and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I definitely feel like there'd be an abundance of like fire training academies, excuse me, or something, so to speak. But like when you think of it, though, because there's like every other job in there, you know, like civilian life, and not everyone's a firefighter. You have military, you have regular police, and so on and so forth. But like. So yeah, the academy, you know, that's a weird little, that's a good, you know, little, uh, like, Xavier X's X-Men Academy. But, um, so, like, you meet Shinra, dude, and, like, he's kind of, like, smiling, like, because they talk, kind of, like, peep at the fact of, like, human combustion, blah, blah, blah. Well, out of this flaming car, dude, steps this, like, quote-unquote, infernal, dude, and Shinra is, like, in, like, a little bit later on in the episode, he gets called like the devil or whatever and when he smiles he's got the like evilest look and it's just his nervous smile. like i feel bad for the kid yeah but, he uh, smiles whenever he's like nervous or stressed or whatever when I'm red eyes razor sharp teeth you know what i'm saying like that poor guy like looks like he's making fun of somebody like the opposite of what you, you know what i'm saying yeah, even though he's and, really like, not and so like this just a kick he just busts out this mug dude just like you know, screaming and hollering and blowing his head off, dude, spit like dude, completely black on fire, like 
like he's a whole walking coal almost. You know what I'm saying? Like just burning, spitting out flames. And Junior's like, Ooh, just that smile, little like you that little sweat drop, anime sweat drop they got. Um, so Shinra, he is, I guess, in this era. Uh, you learn this at this very moment. Like people are, there are different generations of um, people that can control fire. Is it pyrokinetics or pyrokinesis? Here we go. Um, Thank you, Blake. Yes, so each each generation of person has like a... There's like a first generation, second, and a third generation pyrokinetic. And um, Shinra's a third, which is like he can create a flame. He can... And like the second generation, I think, can only control a flame. And then I think the first generation is... I'm not sure. However, um, I was about to say, I'm like, what about the first it, generation, huh? I'm not sure. Uh, I'll have to do some digging. Unless Speedy would know, maybe? Question mark? Ubu? Unless those are spoilers. You know, but no, so, I honestly, I mean, I've finished with season two and I still don't know. Sorry, um, to be... Did they not say what the first generation was? Not really. They never said. What it because I think no, of the manga they season one. The, the first generation is just the people that become those demon devils, demon things, uh, infernals. Yeah, that and, that's the word. Excuse myself. Oh, wait, no, because there's infernals, but then there's demons. Yeah, the the people that turn into those infernals are the first generation, so they're so, not capable of doing the other two. So they just yeah. that okay. happens to them. Right. So then, third generation it's not being much of a spoiler, so it's okay. One of the stronger, uh, you know. Anyway, so Shinra's capability is kind of gangster, dude. Um, <laughs> he just his feet fucking or freaking excuse my language, light on fire. And I'm telling you, this anime hypes me up, dude. This dude just like rocket shit just out of his feet. I mean, so he essentially this, flies. Yes. So this guy is just staring this infernal down, bro. Like, oh good lord, here we go. So you can kind of like it kind of goes down to his feet, and he's wearing his military fatigues. He's got nice. Black shoes, like black dress shoes, blue slacks, a blue coat, you know, his whole outfit. And this dude, like, you see ashes start kicking off by his feet, and you're like, oh, Lord, what's about to happen? And then all of a sudden, dude, out of nowhere, like, you hear, like, special fire force, get back, blah, 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 blah. And, like, everybody evacuate. And Cinder tries to, like, say something to the captain there, and um, he kind of, or the lieutenant there, and he kind of just shrugged him off, and... He's like, you'll get hurt, yada, yada, yada. And so this is Fire Force Company 8, I believe, that shows up at the thing. And, you know, yeah. they kind of gangster little, like, dude, if you thought, like, this is, like, where it catches you, man. Like, they grab you. So it's like Captain Obi. Okay, little spoilers, nothing crazy, just names. Captain Obi. I was trying to play it like I didn't know it was Fire Force Company 8, but I definitely know who's there. Like, Captain Obi, Maki, Lieutenant, uh, you know, what's his, yeah, and, um, Sister Iris, we're all there, you know what I'm saying, so Sister starts the prayer, like, the, it's just so t- well-timed, and, like, Captain Obi, the way he handles the Infernal, and, like, basically whoops it, you know what I'm saying, and then, um, it's, like, it's cool to see that these people are, like, cared for, and, like, it's not just like they're killing someone. So like, as in like Sister Iris is there, all she's doing is praying, like a prayer. 
and like kind of like a sister of the uh, Holy Soul Temple, which seems to be, I think, like one of. Uh, it seemed to me like it was like the only actual religion that was kind of displayed in the yeah. show that I was aware yeah. of. And it, it yeah, pretty much is. I'm not a very ones. like religious person or however, but like caring for someone's like soul, even in like a journey to an afterlife, regardless of what your religion or whatever is, I think it's it's a great thing. It's a cool thing to see and like to see that like someone like has that level of care as like a human being and then, you yeah, know compassion you know yeah. if for someone like that in like an anime like that is just so cool to me um but so she's praying and then um captain obi's just putting the smack down i'm talking like do you remember when you guys are a couple years younger than me but you guys remember like stone cold versus like uh the rock matches dude on wwf yeah. WWE, yeah. like talking captain obi <laughs> freaking now on this infernal dude love captain obi you know and they say like some really gangster like shit in a form of a prayer and right at the end before he blasts him away dude he's just like la tom dude that's like oh that's my favorite word anyway and i and in japanese it basically just means like amen um like saying your blessings uh I used to work for a Japanese company, and I asked a couple guys there, and they said it was basically just like "Amen." Um, they said it was kind of like something like a spell, which I, I honestly couldn't tell you. However, um, they say this prayer, and it's a, you know they deal with this infernal, and then like you see, kind of like this, um, and like Maki kind of helped and stuff, but like I'm telling you, Captain Obi is the goat. Okay. This dude trains every day. Um, and, you trains know, his muscles specifically. Do what? He trains his muscles specifically. Dude, specific yeah. every day. Daily, man. This dude is a freak. Anyway. He kind of has to. Captain of, uh, yeah, he's the captain of, I believe it's what, the eighth company? Because there's like apparently yeah. eight different uh, yeah, he's captain of styles the- or variations of the fire force that exist out there. Each one with like their own unique uh, forte in the field, or what have you. Yeah. And yeah. They yeah. each have a captain, a lieutenant, and so it's kind of like with Bleach, with the captains in Soul Society, and so you have a captain for each company, and then you have an assistant captain or a lieutenant. Yeah. That's how it works in the real military, too. Just so you know. True. <laughs> which is probably more what it's based <laughs> off. But yeah. yeah. Uh, but I had a corporal and a sergeant. Staff sergeant, yeah, all that fun. Anyway, so like, you see this little cutoff dude, this big old freaking like, um, light, light, uh, you know those big old like utility lights they use, but they take those big old and uh, luminescent bulbs, I guess. So, no, no, I don't think that's the word. Anyway, they're those big bulbs, you know what I'm saying? They're heavy, they're huge. Anyway, it breaks and it looks like it's about to smack poor Sister Iris in the dome piece. And guess who is there? My boy Shinra, I'm telling you, lights his feet up like Lightning McQueen boy and scoots and dudes on out over <laughs> and freaking scoots. Kachow. Like, oh, dude, when he turns that corner and lands, bro, sister, are you okay? I was saying, oh, my heart. Like, this dude, I wish I could be like, so. Those got jet engines for feet. <laughs> okay, Lita, chill, you know? Um, but he. Like, that's, like, that, like, first scene is honestly what this was like to me, like, here we go. You know what I'm saying? I'm stuck. Like, I love this anime. Yeah. Um, it, it was a really great start to the 
and sure. like it was impactful. And then from there, you kind of like walk into like meet and cap or because like after that happens, um, uh, they're like, yo, yo, you're like a third gen, like what the? He's like, well, actually, Shinra was supposed to show up to that station that day. He was on his way there yep. to report him, like cause that was going to be his fire, like his department. So like, oh, it's, Shinra, ah. It's crazy how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, life is crazy. Destiny's crazy. I mean, it's yeah. not as crazy to write it. But anyway, <laughs> this is, like, prime time. Like, you meet. Um, it, was a good, there. it was a good way to introduce the main company that we'll be focused around. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And you kind of get a glimpse of, like, what everyone's, like, low-key capable of. And But, like, so after that, you know, you kind of meet, like... You go in there, and Captain Obi introduces, like, he, they get back to the fire station, and, and, you know, this dude's just hanging upside down, working out, <laughs> as, talking to everyone, you know what I'm saying? They, um, but, like, he, um, and then, like, you know, they just start talking, and he starts meeting everybody, like, he meets Maki, who is a general's daughter, um, she, she is my favorite, um, lady in the Fire Force cast. Uh, her and Hibana. You'll meet her later. However, um, so, you know, there's meeting everything. And then, Blake, remind me, after the first thing, after they meet and everything, is that when they go to... Oh, exactly. So they kind of go out on Shinra's first mission, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's basically, you know, you kind of introduced all the characters in the company. Um, so we're introduced to Maki. I think at one point they did introduce, I think they also introduced uh, Arthur. Nope, not yet. Or, no, they didn't. Okay. So he's still making his way to the company from yeah, the academy. That's not until the next arc. And, yeah. And then, yeah, I remember at some point, yeah, they kind of started doing the whole, you know, Shinra's first mission or missions, and they kind of looked hunt down a few of these infernals these like uh basically just charred jet black charcoal human being shell husks on fire yeah and like Shinra, i remember like shinra's first mission is kind of like heart touching really because like you know they get there and you see this uh no wait that is i'm thinking of this I was saying, I'm trying to remember if that was the second or the third infernal oh. at one point that they took care of but yeah there i know what you're talking about it was like the one like so they show like how some infernals they like retain bits and pieces of their humanity even after they're technically long uh what's the word dead uh so like if a person who happened to be a parent spontaneously combusted and turned into an infernal uh they like try to keep it to where their body itself kind of just stays in one place so it doesn't help spread the flames quickly enough throughout the rest of the house or hurt any of their other loved ones yeah, and so, like, Shinra kind of goes out on his first mission, dude, and, like, he really um, comes in handy with his fire feet again. Um, he actually, they kind of have struggles, like, Obi and them have struggles with dealing with it, and Shinra kind of, like, quote-unquote bites the bullet, I guess, kind of, like, just, dude, hits, like, when Shinra's feet light up, dude, you hear the sounds like, and it's the best sound in the entire series. Um... And that, and then when Arthur is riding high ho silver, but anyway, uh, he, he's you know, 
Infernal and like kind of just like kicks his chest, dude, and it just like explodes the backside. Like it's crazy, dude. Obi uses this tool, and because uh, I kind of skipped past the part where Obi mentions he doesn't really. Captain Obi doesn't have any powers. Um, Captain Obi has like, yeah, he's yeah. not a second generation, nor is he a third generation. The dude, you know, so he works constantly yeah. every day, as they said, as you know, my boy said earlier. Um, he like trains every single muscle like you know what i'm saying he doesn't play and yeah. he, he's physically he, strong he is small <laughs> and he might as well be like a better version of 1010 from naruto essentially like his whole shtick is using fire force based tools and weapons in order to stop infernals and even any so other this- enemies that may come across so when he did it, it was kind of like, you know, graceful. He used this, like, cool little tool or whatever. General just kicks this dude in the freaking chest and explodes his back out. You know what I'm saying? It was awesome. Don't yeah. get it twisted. I liked it. But so, like, Shinro kind of feels like what it's like to, you know, put down, put an infernal to rest, as they call it. And um, he kind of explains his wanting to be a hero. That's big for Shinra, is he wants to be a hero and save people, um, which I think is admirable uh but he so he tells obi and these guys that you know i just want to be a hero this is why i'm here I'm like blah 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 so after putting that in front of the rest he walks out and this guy just like thanks him you know starts crying and all these people are cheering for them and like you know because they act they did something good for like humanity and it's not like they killed somebody they literally put someone out of like it's like when you put your dog down you know what i'm saying it's someone out of their misery they laid them to rest and yeah that's really the best they could do and hope for them at that point yeah so so it's like he kind of like realizes that like you know if he can keep going down like this path with um fighting infernals and you know and he kind of realized he's saving no not so much like the person um but the family or their um, their bloodline, or you know what I'm saying, their children, their household, whatever it may be. Yeah. If he can save enough people, he feels you know he'll be yeah. redeemable for this thing that happened in his past. So, and like, I just I love Shinra, you know what I'm saying. So they get back from that, and you know they're talking and whatever. And Captain Obi mentions something about another rookie in these rookie games. Yeah, the rookie like, fire fire soldier games. Rookie Fire Soldier Games. That's what I'm talking about, baby. So, a lot like that jujitsu school competition to me. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it kind of sounds like uh, the uh, junior exams, but whatever. I mean, that's what I thought it was going to be, but then, like, it was over really quickly. Yeah. You know, it really I was. expected, like, an entire arc, but it was just like, like hey, they went here, this happened, they left. <laughs> Like episode three that they mention it too, bro. I'm not even kidding you. So, like, bet we're going into an arc quick. This shit's about to pop off. We're meeting somebody new. And so <laughs> we we literally like that night. You meet the new rookie, Arthur. Arthur is literally my favorite person on. <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> uh, he Arthur is Boyle. Shinra's rival slash best friend. Okay, like they already yeah. know each. They basically hate each other. Arthur is a quote-unquote self-proclaimed knight king. Um, he <laughs> he's essentially he, supposed to be King Arthur. That's his whole yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mindset. He's he, his whole shtick. So yeah. he uh 
he's just an airhead. Okay, he's a blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes, like just goofy dude. Hey, uh, he, no discriminating here. I'm pretty sure Iris has blonde hair and blue eyes. I mean, I have brown hair and brown eyes, and I'm just as airheaded as he. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. He's pretty delusional. I mean, I'm but, bald and green eyed. But uh, think of that what you will. <laughs> Arthur, freaking the dude, man. He gets there and like him and Shinra start fighting or whatever. He calls Shinra the devil. <laughs> like, because uh, like, it's just the funniest, like, kind of like sibling rivalry kind of thing going and like i just love it i think I, they I, have look, a really good right a rivalry in the story like really when they relationship when they eat dude they're literally speeding through it they're like doing you know like Shinra straight up like early naruto and sasuke from the early like the first naruto series at the very beginning of the yeah, series like where when there's they went that to the rivalry the yeah. yeah yeah and the what? village and the mist and going through there and like Shinra's mad because he just gets in there, he's just cooling and bobbing and weaving with everybody and their brother. Like it's, it's he's been there for years, so um, they kind of you know it's it's a rivalry to say the least. But uh, they kind of go and go on upstairs on the roof, believe it or not, and you kind of are introduced to Shinra or. Excuse me, Sister Iris and Maki for a brief moment. She, they're up there. Maki is a second generation. Um, she had made that. She, you know, she had isopropyl alcohol and matches in a bowl. Uh, she made these like little sp- sputters. <laughs> <laughs> the sputters. Uh, <laughs> I know yeah, sputter. Interesting. And Shino and Arthur are up there. And then I can never say the lieutenant's last or his name. Hinala. Like Hin, Hin, uh, see, I wanted to say like Hinara, but I feel like that's wrong. <laughs> no, it's uh, Lieutenant Hinawa. Hinawa. Okay. Lieutenant Hinawa. He comes yeah, up. His, his power connect ability, I just want to say, is also like the most frustrating for me to try to dissect and understand. What do you mean? What do you, yeah, what? Not not so much the fundamentals around it, but just how it affects people when he uses it. Like, how does that work, realistically? Well, he usually <laughs> uses like... it to affect his, uh, like, guns and stuff. So he has the bullet, oh, oh, yeah. and there's so heat he, on the got, bullet, and got, he just uses oh, that heat. Well, no, so, because if you understand how guns work to an extent, the very basic principle of it and their design is, so once there's a bullet in the chamber... There's that little metal pin that hits the back end of the bullet, so the primer, it hits that, and then it immediately starts to create sparks from that instantaneous moment of friction there, which ignites the gunpowder in the bullet, which then sends the bullet flying very fast, very fast-moving projectile at that point, once it leaves the barrel. And that's it in a nutshell. So that's how normal guns work, and so I'm looking at his ability, and I'm like, okay... So I'm assuming he's controlling that spark when the primer hits the end of the bullet. So he's controlling the gunpowder, which affects how fast the bullet goes. So how does that work? Does he basically shoot just real bullets from an actual gun, but they don't hurt people because he controls the speed at which they move? Exactly. Or is yeah. he just shooting rubber <laughs> bullets? Like what's he, happening there? Is he using bullets. live ammunition? Or, okay. They're real bullets. He just affects the power of the bullets using his oh, yeah. ignition so ability. That spark? Okay. Is, like that's what he's controlling right there. He's controlling like how much pressure is pushed on that bullet out of the barrel. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, okay, 
because I'm like, I'm looking at these things, I'm like, they're still going pretty fast, you know, I'm surprised they're yeah. not, you know, going through skin and stuff, I'm like, oh my god. He literally, he was like, pointed at Shinra right up the scene we're on, he pointed at Shinra and he was like, and even if it's a toy, him. he's like, if it's a toy, don't even, you know, and he said, oh, this isn't a toy, and he, you know, it kind of goes into how he, his powers work and whatever, and literally shoot Shinra in the face. Uh, <laughs> yes. Twice, I think. Uh, that was awesome. So they're up there. Uh, you know, he kind of want he wants to see what Arthur and Shinra can do. So he, Maki, you, you learn about Maki real quick. Uh, <laughs> don't yeah. play with Maki uh, at all. No, she so, was a she was a soldier first, firefighter second. Yeah, yeah. So she has some serious combat training. And her yeah, dad. She's she's physically strong, and then she's got her uh, her sputters and her second generation abilities. And I, it seems like with her uniform, they're kind of trying to frame her up to look kind of like a sort of like a witch, you know, like a spell crafter, yeah, wizard kind of person. She's supposed for to the be team. a witch. Yeah. yeah, which is really um, cool. So yeah, so he uh, he wants to like you know see Arthur and Shinra fight her. And, you know, they're kind of joking with her or whatever. And, well, so, you know, they're kind of, you know, start to fight or whatnot. And Shinra starts to take off with his feet. And her be her being a second generation, she can control that flame. So she, you know, kind of just kills it or whatever. And he goes flying off the side of the building. And kind of catches himself at the, at the ground. And then you learn about... Arthur's ability, which I think is really cool. Him being, oh yeah, he carries around a hilt, sheet, and a sheath, um, and it's called Excalibur. And Arthur, he is a third generation as well. Um, he carry he controls a basically it's a plasma blade. Um, it's like a plasma cutter sort of, yeah, like a high density flame. Like it's essentially a lightsaber. But exactly. <laughs> It literally, my dude has a lightsaber. Yes, and but he uh, uses his third generation ability to create the plasma part. So Maki tries to shut that down, and she can't because it's such a strong, like, yeah. hot flame. She can't shut it down, and that doesn't matter because Maki proceeds to beat the brakes off of Arthur. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, it kind of like doesn't help at all because you know Skinner comes flying back over the roof and it she still beats them bro like it's just Maki is OP okay especially in hand-to-hand -hand combat you're not you're not fighting you're not beating Maki at least you're not walking away with without losing a lot of blood so um and in, so af after that little scene after that little thing goes they prepare for the rookie games and they go to these rookie games and basically it's kind of a letdown not gonna lie because like you guys said i thought we were getting like, a i mean arc. it was a good introduction to a certain character but yes so the whole objective well off rip actually let me backtrack a little bit shinra sees this guy there his name is Captain Burns. So with Shinra, um, you kind of get more into his backstory at this moment. Um, Shinra was involved in like a like a, up to his knowledge at this point, it was a fire that engulfed his mother and his brother. Um, and 
that is what gave him his third generation pyrotechnic abilities. Um, and he said to have like the devil's footprints. Uh, so she was just like ability isn't a joke however at that day at that time there was this captain there um captain of the first his name is captain burns this man is i mean if he has white hair and an eye patch you gotta know he's good okay true say but he's just you know he was the one that saved shinra there so shinra goes to talk to him or whatever and falls into like a set of boobs i think (laughs) uh amaki so, Introducing my favorite female character. Then you meet Tamaki. And I love Tamaki. <laughs> she is just a... Oh my god, I love her. She's the so way funny. they set her character up, I swear, at like every episode, every couple episodes, it's like, how? How, how does that happen? <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. So, um, you know, he goes through the process of meeting Maki and getting, getting smacked and whatever for something he had no no control over um and he goes to ask captain burns and captain burns is just like uh i have no idea what you're talking about yada 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 and it kind of the way he words it it's like shinra caught on he's like he's hiding something like this dude knows something he's not sending this is one thing i really like about shinra as a protagonist is the fact that a lot of other anime specifically shonen anime the protagonist is not generally that smart of a person. Like, they're really good at fighting, but when it comes to just general things, they're not very smart. But Shinra right, is, like, they're, actually yeah. intelligent and is capable of, and... He's capable of figuring things out on his own. Mm-hmm. That is very he, true. He doesn't just go into things and do stupid things. He often thinks about things. And plans it, and yes. Yeah. That's what I like. I think with him and uh, being at the eighth, like that's a really good. Like everybody there is like similar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like in I mean, Fairy Tail is Natsu, Naruto is Naruto, One Piece is Luffy, Dragon Ball Z is Goku. They're all dumb, but like when it comes to fighting, they're the main characters. Uh, but with this, Shinra's actually smart. He's a smart like, character. He was like, you know what I'm saying? And it's it was really cool to see him be like, wait a minute, this dude's hiding something. Because yeah. the way. He- you knew he was hiding something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, so, it was definitely uh, written in a way as he's hiding something. And so it was kind of cool to see Shinra be like, hey, okay, whatever. So Shinra was like, I'm just going to ball out on this rookie games. These dudes ain't going to even, you know what I'm saying, whatever. So their goal is uh, to go into this mansion, house, whatever is built. Uh, there's a couple people in there dressed as Infernals, a couple people dressed as, or there's one person dressed as an inferno excuse me a couple people as uh hostages or not hostages uh it's like firefighters i think or maybe like fire force i can't remember people that need Uh, rescued essentially yeah just like yeah um but the goal is to get the inferno capture the inferno you win the thing blah 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 Uh, i believe there's like what two two to three rookies per um, yeah, I th- yeah. I was like, what? Well, yeah, one or two? Yeah, um, one to two, I think. Yeah, for uh, squad or company. Oh, boy, and they all take off running at this house. And Shinra just stands there, brother. Old blooded, just ice in my veins. Sheesh! Stands there, bro. And they're like, is he mocking us? And this dude said, well, in my case, and literally starts flying, bro. 
I mean, why go through it when you can go over it, you know? And so, Tamaki, she gets this cool little, like, idea to use her power, and she freaking flares up and looks like a cat, but every cat asset or every cat-like feature on her body is a, is made of flame. You know what I'm saying? So, cat it's ears, super cat these, tails. She almost has, I, I don't know if you'd call them cat ears or more fox ears. I feel like the ears at least felt like almost They're more cats. like fox ears. But the They're tail cats. felt more cat. T- okay, so it's okay. She's not a hybrid. She's a cat. Cat in Japanese is Neko. 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 N-E-K-O. Neko. Mm-hmm. So I know I had to do something with cat. Plus, later on in season two, you learn a little bit about foxes. Yeah, there are some other characters. But, um, so she gets her little shroud on, blah, 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 blah. And Shinner flies in, dude, and is literally, like, about to rescue these people. And you kind of see, like, these people just get, like, beat up. You're like, what the f- Huh? <laughs> and, huh? What? Who's beating these people up and why? Okay. And, um, Shinner gets and back to- Or, sorry. Oh, you're fine, you're fine. Shinner gets back to, like, where this is all going down or whatever, and it's, like, um, I don't know how to say it with like being PG, but um, the heck, <laughs> the the baddest like you I can go know. ahead and say it. It's uh, fine. You know, Hisoka, remember he from Hunter Hunter? Like you guys remember meeting him? Yeah, Hisoka. Yeah. So it's kind I of the first saw Hunter Hunter. Unfortunately. Oh well. Yes, I agree. Je- this character gave off Hisoka vibes. Mine, mine is the pedophilia pedophile weirdoness of Hisoka. Um, yeah, minus that. And so, and honestly, I think it's more of, I don't know. I think <laughs> it's just because Don thrills him enough to give him a fight, and the fight is what he's sexually deviant for, rather than the Gon himself. He wants to fight. He doesn't have to be that creepy about it, though. I know, bro. Weirdo. Anyway, I love him. However, moving on. Um... Joker, like, you kind of meet Hisoka like that. You meet Joker in this thing, dude. And this dude is just, like... I can't remember the voice actor off Rip, but he's got that, like, real, like, gr- like rough yeah, voice. Kind of throaty, that throaty classic voice. antagonist vibe kind of going on. Like, this uh, guy's up to no good. Exactly, dude. Kenjiro uh, Tsuda. Yes. He plays um, Leoro... And God of Tower of God, uh, he plays Nanami in Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, there's a bunch of anime he's in. He plays that he... uh, Mifune in Soul Eater. Mm-hmm. Aoba in Naruto. Um, Bruford in JoJo. But he's just got that like, you know that. Yeah throaty voice and smoking a cigarette he's got a freaking one eye patch eye patch he's got a gangster hat he's like and he's just like he just looks cool just look and kampachi were trying a little harder to be edgy you and your bleach that's hey, kampachi hey, is edgy hey. hey 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 he doesn't need he to try a warrior. Harder. he is a warrior he knows what he's about okay he's edgy please <laughs> <laughs> so he uh kind of explains to Shannon like says some like coded ass stuff dude like I can't tell you what he says 
word for word, but it's some like I don't even know, man. He's all he's literally like talking to Shinra about like his devil footprints and like really just peaking Shinra's like mind, you know what I'm saying? Making Shinra not think logically and think emotionally. Yeah, it, it gave me the impression that he was kind of trying not to psych him out, but to kind of maybe tease him a little bit to like some truths that maybe he's not aware of yet and to kind of help the protagonist upgrade early in a way. Yeah, where it kind of plays into like the Hisoka vibes, because but you obviously don't know. But like. Hisoka Loki helps Gon grow so much, and like that's Loki what Joker's doing for Shinra. I think you know what I'm saying. Like in the way, uh, I mean, granted, they. I mean, after you know, telling, dropping these subtle hints, but granted, you know, after this weird coded message he's talking to Shinra about, Shinra's like, dude, no, I'm just gonna kick your ass. So Shinra like literally goes and they fight, dude, and the Joker is just god level like he's literally got these ashes dude that um literally he just spreads and they just blow up I'm crazy yeah it's like firecracker type stuff uh, like on another level <laughs> so i went back and looked and he pretty much just mentioned that he has like he knows what happened 12 years ago with his mother and his brother yeah, the fire and the inferno that looked like the devil, allegedly. And Yeah, he's, the, this is what the manga says. Twelve years ago, the fire that befell your family. I'm guessing you have a few questions about it. Yeah. Concluding okay. that he knows about it. So it's like, it's kind of like, you know, and he's like, you know, talk, talk, tries talking to Minda like, you know, I need like the devil would be a Joker's great sidekick, yada, yada, yada. And um, so like... <laughs> Shinra's like, nah, bro, I'm gonna be a hero, uh, I'm gonna save people, and I'm gonna kick your ass. And goes to proceed, and Shinra gets his behind whooped, brother. Um, no, nothing against Tim Joker's just OP, bro. Uh, especially against Shinra in this level uh, of the manga, it's very big, or anime, manga, whichever you prefer. We hear anime news and reviews do not judge you. Good, because um, I definitely read the manga more. But <laughs> so like the, they start you know whatever and uh i can't remember if shinra kind of like evacuates all those like unconscious people or uh actually i think arthur and he, Tama he grabs pretty much everyone because the yeah. place is about to explode so no i was wrong um and shoots out the top arthur or not arthur arthur and tamaki show up and the Joker's like, well, this isn't good. He takes you know, all those ashes that have been exploding or whatnot and, like, spreads them throughout the room, and he says, well, good luck with that. <laughs> and <laughs> literally, I'm pretty sure he says good luck with this or good luck with that. And literally dip sets. And Arthur and Tamaki have literally no idea what it is, whatever. And um, so they kind of just grab everybody that's unconscious there, and Shinra, like, pulls the gangster movies, like, grab on. Um, and <laughs> I forgot Arthur, he freaking, he's like, Arthur, cut us a hole out of the roof. And Arthur cuts like a triangle and it doesn't do anything. And he said, ha my cuts are too precise to do anything <laughs> to the, do any damage or something like that, dude. I can't even remember. And then Tamaki literally just like pulls her cat thing out, dude, and launches her tails up and blows the top off the roof. And at that point you see like the spectator's point of view, like you're looking at the building Dude, all you see is this, this big old triangle concrete thing of the roof come flying off, dude. And then literally Shinra 
is flying with all these people wrapped around him and just like and then it cuts kind of back to like Shinra like chase getting chased by this flame all those ashes exploding and he's just flying dude and like right before the flames about to touch him he like throws arthur and tamaki like up in or no 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 no. i think he gets out fine um but he's going so fast and everybody weighs so much he like loses balance loses things in the air arthur and tamaki get kind of like lost (laughs) um and he's but he's still got these civilians around him or whatever and he's like flying well he yells at he goes cat lady arthur grab on and at that time dude i'm not kidding you when i say burns's gangster butt showed up in the middle of like air brother and grabs her and just fall floats gracefully back down to the ground like a freaking whatever <laughs> so um and arthur like they kind of have like this like little whatever and arthur asks burns like well what about me and he's like your own company's got your back. And you look down. That Arthur literally looks down. And Obi's down there screaming. Oh, with, yeah. He's got a net waiting for him. Him and he and he's like, don't be afraid. Just he's like, oh, what? He's like, I'm spirit. I'm just free falling. And he just, like, lays on his ground. Lays on, like, lays back, you know, and just falls. And literally just smokes the ground. Yeah, goes through the net and into the freaking ground. I'm like, oh my god, did he seriously just, did they kill him already? <laughs> and Arthur's fine. Gracefully flies back down to the ground and he gets thanks from Burns and uh, Obi's like, I love Obi because uh, Austin said it when we first kind of started this. I, I like, I really have a like, uh, I like a lot of the character, like the sensei characters, uh, like Obi, Yami. Um, yeah. They like, I don't Gojo. know. It's, and Yeah, Gojo. Um, but like, Obi is like, he, he gets like, he really cares for Shinra and Arthur and like everybody, like company dude. And like, He's just like freaking Shinra. You're the hero at, of the eighth, blah blah blah. Like you're you're awesome, dude. And you save these people. He's just this dude that has like no abilities, whereas every single person pretty in this in the fire like, force pretty much has abilities. But he's just like one of the most charismatic and compassionate characters that you just love him. In terms, well, and he feels more like a sensei. He fits that role yeah. better than say, like, and so the way that they're using the idea of like firefighters for this anime specifically for the fire force. See, if I'm thinking of someone who's a captain who's in that role, I'm still looking at them kind of through the lens. Like, if you're here in the states, here in uh, America, you know, I'm looking at them through the lens of okay, this is someone that's like maybe a manager or a, even like almost like a pseudo ceo kind of like one of those major business type leadership roles and he just did not give that vibe at all he felt like he wasn't so much just a friend but more of almost like a pseudo friend slash family member but someone who still you know they have their own responsibilities and stuff like that but yeah a solid role model yeah that makes sense like his compassion and you know it's just weird like some things like he does like it's just cool. Like he pat, like the way he pats Shinra on his head. You know what I'm saying? Shinra has no family, so like that to that, it's just like he. That's got to make Shinra feel good. So um, kind of like an older brother kind of thing. Yeah, he's well. I wouldn't say older brother. I, I think it's more older brother, but um, I think other things. 
yeah maybe the lieutenant but like i don't know in my like in my experience with the marine corps most like sergeants were like my dad figures and like my corporals and stuff were like my big brother like uh hey big bro let's go do this dad's not here you know what i'm saying <laughs> type stuff but um it's it's a really cool little episode you kind of you know learn a lot about shinra and um like his motives his like and his like will i guess um because like it would have been i would have joined joker what do you mean bro so um after that they kind of i'm kind of having a brain fart here gentlemen if you I mind mean, help essentially the rookie fire fire soldier games are over at that point yeah, dude, as crazy as that is, like I thought it was gonna be a whole arc, but one yeah, no, nope. literally one episode. Joker shows up, starts some shit, knocks out three people, sets a fire, and then everything's the, over. Uh, <laughs> practice house, and yeah. then yeah, uh, Shinra and the others to the rescue, and all of a sudden, yeah, it's over, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's on the next thing, huh? Essentially, the next thing is where we meet uh, Hibana, Pirates Captain, and, yeah, of Hibana, that whole Company Five story. Mm, yeah. yeah 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 so like her. they kind of like go back and decompress and whatnot and they kind of come yeah. to find uh those lunches were like ground up infernals as crazy as that is ground up infernals so like it's just it peeves uh captain obi off he's like it's nothing sacred anymore so like it kind of really just sets this whole vibe at the eighth, like, okay, we got to stop this. Um, so, and then at the same time, this is going on. There's a court hearing for this gentleman. He was a fi special fire soldier or a fire soldier. Um, and he like killed, I want to say four, eight, four to eight people. One of those two numbers? Yeah, something around there. Uh, yeah. Th yeah, I think it was like around six to maybe eight. I think sounds right. Like he like killed like like civilians, like people that weren't on fire. Like, he's a murderer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's a zero serial oh, yeah. killer essentially. And uh, so like the viewpoint of the special fire force isn't a very high one. Um, you kind of see that in like these poor little mascots that get like paraded around and thrown up in trees and whatnot. Uh, oh yeah. I always figured that those three mascots... With the mascots, exception of Company 7. You're right. Well, I always assumed that the three mascots were, like, just attached for some reason to Company 8, like, unofficially, like they were their priority, problem, what have you. Um, so, like, Shinra and Arthur go to help those, like, because one of them's stuck in a tree, Mamoru, Mamoru-kun. Um, he's stuck in a tree, poor guy poor little guy whatever so yeah. they get him out and then so they get a call at the same time that's going on there's that that trial uh this dude is literally found not guilty um due to psychiatric or yeah psychological reasoning essentially um, he's insane so they don't try him so and he's like going in his head i'll never get convicted blah 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 Yada, yada. Then this dude turns into an infernal, but not like one of those infernals that like we're, we're used to now. The crazy scream your head off, yeah, kind of like a zombie type. Yeah, dude is talking, bro. He's sentient, a sentient infernal. Yeah, he is like the first one in the story, I think, so far. Yes, and um, 
he's kind of this wreaking havoc, yelling at the judge. The judge was like, bro, 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 I literally said you were free to go. Why are you trying to kill me? Um, and it was, uh, so like, uh, I believe it was in, I don't know if it was, I, I don't know, the eighth, uh, the eighth gets called, and <laughs> so that little mission that Arthur and Shinra were on, they were sent there by Tamaki, or I'm sorry, Maki, and so they like get a call. And Captain Obi's like, where's Arthur and Shinra? And Maki proceeds to throw both of them under the bus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I think is funny. Yeah. I was like, dang, Maki, don't do them dirty like that. So. Why get in trouble when you can blame other people and they'll get you know, in trouble? Don't do that. <laughs> but. <laughs> um, so they. Uh, they're on their way to the thing or to, to the courthouse, basically, to deal with this infernal. Um, and, uh, Shinra kind of, like, uh, I, I can't remember if they, like, he, like, meets up with him or if they, like, see him, um, but him and Arthur end up linking up with, um, the rest of the 8th company, and Arthur's, like, <laughs> riding on Shinra's back, almost, and... Like a knight riding a horse. And, uh... <laughs> So they fly ahead, they like fly next to the truck, and they, he's like, go ahead, blah, 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 get theirs, try to, you know, we'll be there soon to back you up. And Shinra gets there and, you know, starts kind of like fighting this dude, and this dude's like trying to give his reasoning to why he killed these people, and compared to the amount of people he saved, it's not that much, yada, yada, yada. And then Shinra, it just makes Shinra so mad, like Shinra just beats his booty dude like break like oh my goodness this guy <laughs> this guy throw, like threw a freaking car at Shinra Shinra kicks it in the middle of like kicks it straight up in the sky and then flies up onto this dang car dude and literally like freaking kicks it yeah, back jets it down at him <laughs> and then with his devil smile like dude bad ass so like he uh you know he proceeds to fight this dude and he um <laughs> he's gonna like just kill him you know what i'm saying and then that guy was starts crying and saying let me get a sister's prayer blah 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 and shinra like being the nice guy he is was like all right just don't move and that guy tries doing something stupid and shinra literally just busts his arm off dude it was so cool um and so shinra goes to kill him and out of nowhere freaking you meet these like blondes in height. I know who you're referring to. Yeah, it's like, ah, uh, what are they? The the three so, the three angels or three sisters, something like that. But um, so and then like so, I don't know where comes this like crazy. I mean, she's like definitely like a waifu or whatever. Um, her name is Captain. Or Princess Ivana, sorry. Yes, she uh, goes by Princess Ivana, Captain of the of Company uh, Five. Five, yeah. So she, um, she's something. She treats everybody like gravel. Gravel. Like, That's her uh, whole shtick. Everyone Walk is on. less than dirt. Oh, yes. oh nine. Um. So it's kind of like 
kind of funny or whatever. Well, she says that she's taking the Infernal because it's the first self-aware one, and they're going to blew this, blah, 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 because it's in their jurisdiction. Yeah, and then, it's like they're the whole science-y, I think, or like the intelligence. Like the research. Sort of, of the, yeah, they're the, like the research department of the whole Fire Force. And so, like, she's telling Shinra all this, and then Obi and everybody shows up from the 8th, and, you know, they kind of agree to, you know, just let them t- let Company 5 take the software guy or whatever, and they're like, you know, basically cut your losses, we'll cut our losses and head back. Um, at least there's not a crazy software Inferno running around killing people. Um, so they go back, and then they're like, they get this little idea, like, we're gonna go, like, investigate the fits. Like, let's just go freaking, you know what I'm saying? Like, the stuff, yeah, well, and everything. Sh- well, didn't Shinra, uh, I'm trying to remember, didn't, I think, isn't this around the point when he kind of, like, starts to ask Captain Obi a serious question, like, um, hey, so, if you mind me asking, Captain, what's the purpose of the 8th Company of the Fire Force? And he was like, okay, well, um, first, I, I think at that point he was kind of like, all right, are you with us or against us? And he was like, yeah, no, I'm with you. And he was like, yeah, okay, so our purpose is to investigate all of the other Fire Force companies for any questions that they may pose or answers they may have about the creation of Infernals and spontaneous human combustion and all that. And there's also all those like little tidbits to the lore and the later episodes at the beginning about the great cataclysm and how everything was on fire at one point humanity almost succumbed to the flames and then they somehow survived and some guy named raffle is the first at some point him and some of his followers disciples find some unsullied flame and somehow that leads to the creation of this amaterasu that powers up everything in this new tokyo empire in the east where everybody's alive and well and yeah something about infernals here and there starts to bleed into it and yeah it's yeah and then it's investigate the fifth it's a really good start to the plot i think exactly um you kind of like start getting everything this is like episode five i want to say like i mean everything before that was just like this is fire force this is what they do what they do characters infernals but now it's like Ah, this is plot what we're going to be doing now so you kind of, like, understand, you know, you kind of, like what Blake said, you kind of understand, like, what the 8th is and what Obi's goal is and what he wants to, like, why he's doing what he does. And so they go, proceed to investigate the 5th, um, which I loved. Uh, Lieutenant Hinawa and Maki, really, it was those two, and Arthur and Shinra um, that go. And... Um, they get there, you know what I'm saying, and it kind of, it's like, I can't remember how, or if, like, they just knew they were coming, um, but, like... Well, so, if I remember correctly, I believe what had happened so immediately after that, when they, that episode finished, then kind of leading up into the investigation of the sixth, uh, the, sorry, the fifth, um, if I remember, it's like, so they had been kind of teasing this potential backstory between um sister iris of the eighth company and uh hibana like there was some kind of a connection between them or some kind of a shared history or past that they had and then they start to delve into that a bit i think at one point and then i think she actually a uh, sister iris from the eighth she actually tried to visit 
Captain Hibana at her own company to try to like talk her down or in case yeah. she was up to something nefarious like hey please don't do that I still care about you I mean she essentially thought that if anyone can talk to Princess Hibana it's her because yeah, they have yeah. a history together goes off the freaking loop the deep yeah, cause, like I think they were both what like sisters or sisters in training at some kind of a temple but it was like the same kind of religion for like the holy soul temple whereas like those two and a bunch of sisters yeah. i can't remember exactly what happened if it was one infernal or if there was just a it was just one big fire but basically they were the only two that survived somehow and it changed kibana's whole perspective on life after that whole day apparently whereas with iris it really didn't yeah and uh Hibana is just like power hungry yeah, um, very crush fetish heavy, I have to say. Hibana and the way they animate her in season one, and those closed toed, those high heels. It's like, okay, if you have a crush fetish, tells me this is going to go somewhere for you. <laughs> uh, low key. Hibana is a dom. Like, good grief. Um, yeah, she, her whole thing about gravel. Like, all people are gravel beneath me. I don't listen to gravel and always hitting them in the head and putting them on their knees on the floor just by kicking them in the face with her heels. She really sees herself on a pedestal. I'm like, good grief, this woman. <laughs> but, um, so, like, Sister Iris is in there, and, like, she goes off the deep end and, like, is basically, like, holding her hostage, quote-unquote. Um, so, Lieutenant Hiwa, Hinawa and Maki and Arthur and Shinra all go to, you know, rescue Sister. And... Um, so they get there and like you kind of that's one stone yeah so save uh, the sister and investigate the fifth so, yeah exactly so they get there and they're kind of like making a game plan so so on and so forth and they're kind of in the courtyard of the fifth like little property um or their big whatever um and they kind of get started getting like surrounded by people, and Lieutenant Hinawa was like, "Arthur Shinra, you guys just go forward, like go find Sister. We'll, you know, take care of these goons, and then you know, do some researching. Uh, you know, we'll we'll get to the bottom of things." And so they go on, they move forward. Well, Shinra's flying at this point, obviously. Like, why wouldn't he? And of course, Arthur, you know, kind of runs, and so. You can see Lieutenant Hinawa and Maki just proceed to beat the brakes off these freaking poor souls at the fifth. <laughs> um, as we were talking about earlier, like Hinawa, his his ability is super cool. Um, it's I feel like it's very like a very niche, like tedious type of thing. Like it's a very hard thing to do, and I think it's very for the way he. Um, so, but he starts to shoot all these people, dude, and just and Maki's just you know beating the brakes off of these poor guys, and then um, kind of flies away from Arthur to go find sister, and Arthur like excuse me turns you know turns a corner or whatever, and is met by this like weird weird old dude, and uh, that uh, so far infernal, but that dude has like a five like stamped on his head 
um, like a, the fist emblem basically stamped on his head, and this dude is like following this old guy around. So like I guess you know whatever they did, um, and that's like you know that guy's like you know what let's you know they end up fighting Arthur and this Infernal. Yeah, and the Arthur, seri- uh, was it the same serial killer Infernal? If I'm not yes, mistaken, the sentient one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um and so they proceed to you know start fighting. It's just like you know you you think Arthur is capable of doing some things or whatever and like he's shown like a lot of room for you know his combat ability to be up there and this dude is just getting his brakes beat dude like this dude is just getting beat to crap um, and i was like what the hell come on arth come on now at least a scratch on the guy and he was like dude what's going on like this isn't normal blah 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 and this dude this guy the old guy in the in front of were just talking smack like shut up yeah. everybody has a day like you just suck. Like you're not strong enough for this. Blah blah blah. Easily the funniest scene. I'm not gonna lie. This entire series, I have to say. What's going on with me, dude? And literally looks at his hand. And he's like, "Wait, why am I holding my sword in my left hand? I'm right-handed." And switches. He goes, "Hmm." And like that guy that goes, was like, no, the I- funniest thing for me." This guy <laughs> forgot his dominant hand mid-fight. The reason he was losing was just right. because. It was in his left hand and not his right. And then the battle was and essentially over. Somehow, yeah, <laughs> that somehow, apparently, because of the way he was holding it, he was hitting them with the back of his blade instead of the front, even though when you look at the way he creates his blade, there doesn't appear to be one singular back or front on this freaking thing. So, like, Arthur's this dude, wild. Oh, God. Act like that's gonna, you know, make your ability any better. And literally, Arthur proceeds to run up to this dude and literally cut that infernal in half. <laughs> essentially he realized it was in his left hand put it in his right and ended the fight fight was over as soon as he put it in his it, right hand it was straight up like Kempachi versus the Fullbringer. if you know you know yes I know just oh my god that was all it took Arthur's <laughs> just hilarious honestly one of the funniest characters yeah um so, you know, it's kind <laughs> of just goofy, dude. Freaking goofy. He's just a goober. Um, and so Shinra kind of like finally finds Iris in there with Hibana. And uh, so he's. Shinra's got these weird freaking names, dude. And I'll get to that. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. But so, like, you know, he's in there and Hibana's giving her a whole, like, her whole power spiel and what have you and Shinra's like you know what I'm just I'm for this is for you I'm gonna punch you in the face so when I deck you and you're on the ground this is for your own good like he has these weird names man he's like a hero right oh my god yeah no he always yeah what is it like he'll in the middle of a fight with someone who's supposed to be the antagonist to his protagonist in these fight scenes yeah he'll like get ready to create some kind of a move with his feet or how he's gonna kick them with his uh, power kinetic abilities and he'll yeah he'll always say something like was it like uh the guy who saves the girl man or something like that always referencing himself in the third person at the end of it as yeah. man and he's like uh it's just funny to me dude and so he keeps saying these things and he says it twice in the first one you know she like she's like has like a little comeback to it you know what i'm saying he's like well then i'm 
this, this, and this man. And she's just like, doesn't know what to say. You know what I'm saying? And at this whole time, she's got Shinra under this, like, she's the captain. So she's, her pyrokinesis is super strong. Um, she's got, she's got like Shinra under this, like, quote unquote, like, um, Homa, I guess. Like, he kind of like is just like, he's really lightheaded, can't move, kind of can't breathe, he can't see. Um, and he like, she says something about it being in his head, and he's just like, "Oh, bet if it's just all in my head, then it's just all in my head. Like it's it's not real." Um, and he stands just a simple genjutsu, Kurenai. So you know what I'm saying, and like that's like when Speedy said earlier about him being kind of like self-aware. He's super smart. Like he's like, "Oh, well, if this is all like just in my head, then like my body will respond, still respond to how I want it to respond." Then um, gets up and proceeds to say, "Like I'm Mister." stop you from hurting iris man or whatever dude the manga says uh bring the delusional lady back to her senses man yeah literally dude like what the (laughs) and i love it uh, so he (laughs) iris is you know kind of back there just watching this whole thing like she know you're not going to be able to beat her she's super strong um and then She pulls out, Hibana pulls this move. It's like a soccer tree. Um, and it is literally like engulfs the room, basically, is how big this tree is. And when the like this, the cherry blossom leaves fall, they're like, they burn you. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Right. And so she's like kind of just blasting Shinra with this like flurry of cherry blossoms this dude's getting mauled by these things dude you know what i'm saying and he's still talking that smack to her bro like i'm gonna oh yeah i'm gonna come over there i'm gonna punch you in the mouth this is for your own good like don't worry about what i'm about to do i'm sorry for this and i'm not kidding when i tell you this dude just literally like lit up and flew bro and like summoned like every ounce of like what he has in him whatever you whatever you want to call it dude this man literally did the best Superman punch I've ever seen in my life. Um, decked her in the face. Did, boom, bro. Blasted this woman. I do not believe in hitting women. If you hit women, I'll find you and beat you. However, Ibana deserved that punch to the face, so we'll let it slide. Um, <laughs> and she was trying to theoretically kill two, for the most part, innocent people. So, um, yeah, no. Uh, Hibana's sitting in Iris's lap, her head in her lap. Shinra, the gangster he is, is holding a coat, his coat over Iris and Hibana. Um, because at one point, when Iris and Hibana were getting into it, I believe Hibana did something where her flames didn't quite hit her, but they burned her outfit up in a certain um, <clears throat> provocative way. way. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, you know, they're, uh, you know, Shinra's, like, protecting them from, like, the soccer leaves, and she's got her, or Hibana's jacket, like, in her, folded in her lap, using it as a pillow, and it's just, a, like, Hibana's like, what, what's going on? Oh. And, you know, Shinra and Iris kind of tell him, like, tell her, like, listen, you know, like, just because a flame destroys doesn't mean that like it's always bad like there's the warmth of the flame like you can feel joy around a flame it just depends on how you look at it and you're solely looking at it as damaging like as a damaging effect and she like Sinner said knocked the illusional lady back to her senses man he literally knocked back 
straight up mind fucked her, and she was like, "Oh my god." She happened to fall at like head over heels with Shinra, like right then and there. Like that's the first person that's ever done that to her. Talked to her like that, punched her, obviously punched her in the face. Um, but like, I'm talking like, uh, twiddle your thumbs, big eyes. Like I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in love. Yeah. Um. Funny so, how that works. And uh, uh. No, those two. It's just weird, you know. She's kind of like it's kind of like he's seventeen, I feel like, and she's like twenty, probably twenty four, twenty five. I'd say. That she kind of came off like she was maybe like twenty seven, twenty eight. Not gonna lie. Like she's the 20. youngest, I'd say twenty six. She's twenty. Oh dear God. <laughs> okay, well I suck. So all right, well <laughs> this is awkward. I'm just gonna walk away for a minute now. Anyway, <laughs> so she um, falls in love with Shinra. It's kind of weird. Uh, and continues to treat everybody else like shit still. Yeah, exactly. Except Conti- for him. Except for Shinra. The one change, the one minor character development slash exception. And, it, and she's nice I, to Iris now, too. Well, yeah. okay. So, yeah, those two, but nobody else. It's like, okay, <laughs> all right, well. I want Shinra and Tamaki to, like, you know what I'm saying? I think Sister Iris is way cuter. Um, and especially when she literally looks at Hibana, and Hibana's like, why did you even come here? And she said, I was just gonna ask you to show me your pretty flowers again. Like, Hibana can, like, take her flames and create these, like, beautiful flowers. Out of yeah, it's like, it's like her ultimate technique seems to be, yeah, it's like she creates this giant tree behind her, but then, like, all the petals on top, it's almost meant to be almost like a very large, I want to say it's like a cherry blossom, almost. <laughs> and then, like, these cherry blossom petals that have flames in them kind of fall down from it and she yeah. has these like hand fans that she uses yeah 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 so uh um yeah so you know she kind of was like okay bet and shows these three four beautiful irises dude and she and iris is like what are those and she's like yes iris and like i love iris she's the best so after that you know they're kind of like I'm not kidding when I say Hibana is in love with Shinra. Like, she is at the freaking eighth. Like, she has all these ties with Hajima, which is like a big, um, like the big like. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like of, a, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they're like a company, but they didn't. Ah, man, was it? They're like an energy company, I think, or maybe they're like one of these companies. It's kind of like what uh, big tech is here in America in the states. Kind of like that but like more industrialized in this series and there's like not just Hajima but there's I think like two others at least and like some of them are responsible for funding and backing certain companies in the fire force but not all of the fire force like each one's its own different thing it's kind of weird different, yeah. I think that's a fair analogy or like company or whatever is funded by Hajima or whatever Hajima um, Hajima and she like just loses all interest in that because like of Shinra. Like I'm not kidding, bro. And yeah. Obi's like, "What the hell are you doing here? Like, why are you at my like?" Like so they, you've recruited a new ally, whether you so, like it or not. So they're like, they kind of like Obi and Hibana kind of like put their heads together and are like, "Hey, we don't want to. We kind of want to keep this under the radar. We don't want people think you know. Let's just call this a joint training exercise. Have yeah. a little out." 
looking into the mysteries of human combustion and the creation of infernals and what have you. Yeah, and they, they have this little cookout and stuff, and it's really cool. Um, you can kind of see, like, the... Com- it's, it's funny to me, because it's what Lieutenant Hinawa is, like, literally cooking up and cutting all this stuff. He's like, you better eat good, blah, blah, blah. And, like, literally five hours ago, he shot these dudes in the face. Like, <laughs> what are you... <laughs> yeah, no, a- he's straight up, like, at one point, I think, in one of those shootouts, he... There was, like, one person left, and he... Th- they thought that he had misfired, like he his bullet had missed completely, but no, no, no. It had just landed in the ground behind the person he wanted to hit, and he straight up just manipulated it from the ground into firing right back at the person from behind without them knowing. Straight up just pulled like a move out of the Wanted movie, or those comic books where you like curve oh, yeah. the bullet. Just that makes sense, because if he creates sparks from the spark of the gunpowder, every time that bullet hit the ground, it was creating a spark, so that's how he controlled the ricochet. That's freaking mind-blowing to me, bro. Oh, yeah, no. Crazy! The amount of patience that man would have to have just to control an ability like that, I mean, my my lord. (laughs) That dude is a freak, man. Um, So, like, you know, he, it's funny to me that he's just serving him food. And Obi and Hibana kind of have this talk like, hey, you know, that's kind of for the better good of things. You know, she said, I just love Shinra, <laughs> whatever. Um, but they kind of, you know, agree to like, hey, we want to get to the bottom of human combustion. Excuse me. There's no way this is like a natural thing. Um, let's work together and do this. And she's like, bet, you know, you have my you have my uh cooperation so they go they want to investigate the first holy soul temple you know what i'm saying their captain is the gangster captain burns however they're kind of like you know we don't know how we're gonna slide in there and do this well lieutenant hinawa kind of finds this loophole where it's like every new recruit has like can go learn at a different company's place for like broader um education and a better skill set or something along those lines and they have to improve themselves for their own companies by learning from other companies it's a good uh, training thing really kind of like a joint training with like when we would train in the marine corps when we trained with like people from the army and stuff like um just joint operations you know what i'm saying so you kind of learn thing from another person and you get to see how these people you know carry about whatever so um and with that um we're actually gonna have to end the episode here okay <laughs> sorry to put that abruptly Continued. uh we're going to have to do this into uh, multiple multiple parts actually a two-parter because this is it's a very heavy story so there's a lot to talk about Yes. So, excuse me. Like we're slowly getting to the middle yeah. of season one. Sorry, we're. Either two or three parts. We'll see. Yeah. So, sorry, all of our fans out there that um, are just now finding this out. But have no fear. We'll be back next week. Yes, yeah, starting with, with the you- Company One. Company One, baby. Investigation. Uh, uh, please. 
starting with Company One. I think you guys will like that, and that'll give me a better chance to. I mean, I'm rewatching it, but the last time I watched that dang thing was like a year and a half ago, so I need to kind of refresh my memory anyway on the latter part of the season. You've been doing great. So, but um, yeah, dude, I'm down for that because that that just means we can talk more in depth about because this anime is so great, dude. And I think you guys both really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, and there's I just a lot to it. it. You know what I'm saying, Blake? And I feel like Blake doesn't like freaking any anime made after 2010, so if he likes it... <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Like, the opening to this series, not even the main opening of the like first couple episodes, but I think like once you kind of got towards like the second half of the middle chunk all the way up to like the very end, and it switches into this kind of like post-hardcore band <laughs> doing an opening song for it, and I was like... Because I would try to like, skip ahead to the music to the get a catch-up on the episode so I could binge through all of it. And sometimes I'd get to like the tail end of it and I'd hear this guy doing death growls into the mic yelling Mayday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, I gotta listen to this whole thing. Well, they got I was some- like, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. I gotta tell you. Wait till you get to season two, bro. Like, my friends listen to some like heavy music like that. And I sent them that and they're like, dude, this is the opening to an anime? Like, what the? I'm like, hell yeah, boy! <laughs> we got you so far over here! <laughs> Uh, I I got you on metal, dance, Gavin, dance, all of it. I I got all the hits. So Austin does too. True. Although I'm more I'm power down. metal. I'm yeah, down. He's for more. Me. He's more Avenged Sevenfold and power metal. So like, yeah, Avenged I'm... Sevenfold, some Megadeth, and then uh, lot... Dream Theater, and power metal. <laughs> Lots of I'll... power metal. So you know. All right. So uh, yeah, next time we'll pick up with uh, the next arc, which is about company one yes queen so uh see you next time thank you everyone love you bye